The workplace landscape is transforming rapidly. With the COVID-19 pandemic serving as a breaking point of a long overstretched and undervalued workforce. Since late 2020, a monthly average of 4.5 million people have quit their jobs. Many are choosing not to return to the formal workforce and instead freelance, parent, take extended time off for self-care, or even work through an existential crisis considering the state of our very troubled world. One thing is clear, the workplace landscape is forcing employers to reckon with updated work policies that strike a balance between business needs and employee well-being. And in this context, well-being means competitive pay, comprehensive benefits, and flexibility with where and how the work is done. These strained times have also exposed the asymmetrical balance of power between employer and employee. Through unfair recruiting and interview tactics, or a lack of transparency in salary negotiations, this power imbalance negatively impacts employees in a multitude of ways. And then there's also the culture of competition where the quote unquote winner gets the promotion and higher salary, while the quote unquote loser gets additional responsibility and 90 hour work weeks. So we are at an inflection point. What needs to happen? What we need is a paradigm shift that acknowledges that our lives aren't neatly compartmentalized between work, home, and social life, and that humans are multidimensional beings. As an organization's most valuable asset, human capital deserves a partnership with their employer rather than a relationship defined by power. And we find the discussion is being forced into binaries, remote or in-person, with just one possible compromise, hybrid work. What we want to do is problematize the current dominant discourse about the return to office and explore what our goals and needs are based on what the workforce currently needs, and then allow options to come out of that organically. In our four-part podcast, Shifting Paradigms, a conversation about power and our relationship with work, we explore some of the big questions that employers and employees alike are contending with as they consider short-term and permanent hybrid remote work strategies centered around where and how we get our work done. What will the future of work look like as we move towards increased automation and digitization? Will organizations adopt hybrid or entirely remote operating models? How will employees' productivity and performance be evaluated and measured in the new work environment? Will there be a recalibration of power? We'll explore these issues. Welcome to our podcast, Shifting Paradigms, a conversation about power and our relationship with work. My name is Farah Mahastri. And I'm Nidia Trujillo. And we will be your co-hosts for this learning journey where we'll explore power and work. Before we get started, we wanted to share a little bit about who we are and why we're having this conversation. So Nidia and I have known each other for quite a while. We originally worked together in Washington, D.C. for an international development organization. We really started to build community through our shared professional endeavors and our shared professional experiences. And then as life would have it, we both eventually moved home to California because we're originally both Californians. Mm -hmm. And we started 
to, we were working at different organizations for a short time. We actually worked at the same organization again, and then we both ended up becoming full-time consultants. And in that way, our lives, just professional lives just kept overlapping. And as we did that and we discovered more and more that we had shared interests and experiences, we developed a connection that really transcended the strict work friend, personal friend type divide. And again, as life would have it, we were both, uh, we are both uh, Berkeley alumni, Cal alumni. And so we also really bonded over our love of UC Berkeley and the joy we experienced being students there and the joy that campus still brings to us because it's so inspirational, it's so nurturing. And so we began to meet up for coffee on campus to experience that joy. And as we did, we started sharing notes on client and consulting work and then life more generally. And our conversations evolved into asking really big questions. And we just had fun talking. Well, and that has to do with the fact that we're both deep thinkers and we love to have really deep conversations. And what better place to do that than the place where free speech movement was born? Correct. <laughs> and so we then said, hey, let's let's continue these conversations. And that's really what brought us here together as a team. And then we also wanted to take a little bit of time to introduce ourselves individually. So Nidia... What what's your story? What brings you uh, to wanting to talk about work and paradigm shifts? Well, there are two things that I'm pretty passionate about in terms of exploring. Um, but like everyone else, I I was going and I'm still going through an existential crisis. Um, I'm here because I'm reckoning with what it means to be a mother and a professional in a culture that demands radical ambition and relentless production. How do you accommodate those two roles when there just isn't enough time in a day? Um, in 2021, I left the workforce to become a consultant, and I wanted to contemplate really how I wanted to live, how I wanted to balance it all, how I wanted to prioritize. Um, and in that experience, um, I realized that I was physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. I was completely burnt out. And even the thought of thinking what next was daunting. I, I, I really felt like my body was asking me for a break. Um, and so it really led me to a lot of questions, existential questions. Is this, is this really it? Am I meant to spend the rest of my life in survival mode? Did I make a mistake by bringing a child into the world where I'm physically present, but often mentally disconnected? Um, and it's it's hard to say that, but that is the truth for many of us, yeah. just because we're on automatic. Um, but really, in those two years that we spent, you know, sort of isolated from COVID, I, I really thought about how unsustainable the American work culture is. And in essence, it really just prioritizes employers' needs over those of their human capital. We're obviously capitalist society, and we're driven by money and power. Um, and in that formula, oftentimes, the people who help achieve those things are overlooked. So I realized that even though I was really well-connected um, to people via Zoom and Slack, what COVID taught me was that aside from having an, an unreasonable work-life balance, I was feeling really disconnected from other humans and having just meaningful connection. So I wanted to explore 
what we could do to just have more meaningful connection in the workplace. Um, and really, I'm, I'm here because this is a passion for me. And I'm determined to help organizations prioritize their human capital. Um, because it's, it's really simple. When employees are happy and living rich, fulfilling lives outside of the office, the creativity, creativity and innovation that they bring to the workplace is a game changer. And it also gives us meaning and purpose. So my question is, what can we do to go in that direction? Can you tell me a little bit about why you're here? Sure. Uh, first of all, agree with all of the big questions that you have been pondering. And again, I think that's so much of why we're here together today. Um, I'm also part of the great resignation. And kind of in this post-2020, post-pre-during COVID era, I made the decision to leave my job. And I think in some ways you could look at it and say it was driven by all of the statistics and surveys of you know, unhappy with work-life balance or pay or decision-making and all of these other things. But the honest reality is that I was craving something more and I couldn't articulate it then. And I'm still struggling to really articulate what it is, but just that essence. And I think your question captured it well, is that, is this all there is? Is this really what I'm just going to be doing for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and it throwing myself against a wall? And I think that's why this conversation is so important to me, is to continue to think through work and the meaning and how that all connects with life. Because again, I, I it's not that I disagree with the data out there about people are leaving their jobs because they're unsatisfied with pay or unsatisfied with benefits or unsatisfied with work from home or remote work policies. It's just that I think there is more to it than that. And in that is a is the paradigm shift that we're going to be exploring. And I still am not sure that I have the right words to describe it. And that's where I think being in conversation with you and with so many other people is helpful. It's helping me to develop this. Um, I think the other thing that for me is personally interesting is that I had actually quit my job once before to go freelance consulting. Mm -hmm. And the last time I did it, it was a unique individual experience. I was really the only one I knew. Maybe I connected with a few other consultants doing it. And other things happening in life, it felt like I was an oddity. I was the only one going through an experience. And I think what COVID has done and what you've also talked about is that it was a collective experience. Yeah, for sure. I am now today one of a great wave of people who are doing this. And in that collective experience, we have the opportunity to do some deep analysis to identify trends, and again, this opportunity to ask huge questions because we're all doing it at the same time and there is something to that collective experience. Yes, absolutely. And really just to a point that you made is, you know, you're you're talking about the fact that employers right now are focused on you know, try to identify why people are leaving and they're saying, you know, not enough pay, not enough opportunities for growth. Very much how that in the way that we assess 
an illness, you know, with a doctor, there are symptoms and then there's the root cause. Right. Yeah. We don't want to talk about the symptoms. We want to talk about the root cause. And that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah. I, I think that that sums it up so beautifully is that this is, it is a unique opportunity because of all of the things that have happened around us today to deeply, deeply talk about the root of all of this. And that is our relationship with work and what is work in our lives. That's exactly it. So to talk a little bit more about why we developed this podcast, I, you know, I think we just stated all of our personal reasons and I think they resonate with a lot of other people. Um, but I think we're also seeing this as a, just a really unique opportunity and inflection point uh, where, you know, we can really sit down slow down a little bit and really assess this from a 30,000 feet above the ground perspective. Um, we didn't get here overnight. We didn't get here because of COVID. We got here over a period of, you know, 80, 90 years uh, with a model that didn't serve its population well. And this podcast also really, it started, as we said, as very genuine, honest, free-flowing conversation on grassy fields in Berkeley over coffee. and. That is the tone and essence of what our four episodes will are, That's are really just a conversation of us asking each other some big questions and giving each other space to, to just explore, to okay. just be. I think what we're also saying is that it's important for us to have space to have really organic conversations about this issue. And the reason why we thought it important to share with you our point of view. Now, this is our point of view based on our knowledge and our experiences, but this is also data that is backed up by some of the research that we did as we were exploring these issues and, and why they were happening. So um, you will hear from us and our personal anecdotes, uh, but we're also sharing with you information that is backed up uh, by the data and, and literature out there. Yeah, thank you. And that's, I think, for both of us, a personal, again, passion point is combining personal narratives and storytelling with data. So with all of that, what is what are you going to be hearing? So just a quick overview of what you'll hear from us. Um, we're doing a four-part series. In episode one, we'll explore fundamental questions such as what is work, how we measure work, where and when work happens. We will also share our personal anecdotes of how COVID-19 disrupted our ideas of work, our notions of work, and our exploration of history of work and how we ended up in 2019. We need to have a conversation. In episode two, we argue that because the nature of work has changed we're in a, and we're in a period of assimilation, we need to also assess the current power dynamics between em employees and employers. Um, this topic is not just about flexible schedules or wellness benefits. It's about fundamentally reshaping the workplace landscape so that we can work to live and not live to work. Yeah. In episode three, we share with uh, we share a few tools that help us ask these broad questions around work so that we're centering our goals and objectives and not just jumping to tactics or actions. Um, and in this, we really kind of come to the core that workers are not just experiencing burnout, but rather we're having an existential crisis. And in order to figure out what the future of work is, we need to have a conversation about shifting our paradigms around work. 
And we'll also start to introduce the concept of humanizing our workspaces. In episode four, we'll wrap up our podcast with a deeper dive into how we can humanize our workplaces, workspaces, and the role that technology plays in those efforts. We'll also provide you with a systems analysis, exploring how this shift is unfolding at the individual, team, organizational, and societal level. And we'll also talk about how we can keep the forward momentum going towards a paradigm shift that puts the human back in human capital. And before we get started, we also just wanted to reiterate our disclaimer that we are speaking from our personal experiences. And this is really about work in the U.S., a particular type of work. And that's the work that happens behind a computer sitting at a desk in an office. Um, We know there's so much, so many other types of work and so many other experiences that are not U.S. centric. And that was a little too much to cover in four episodes. So this first four episodes are us talking about our personal experiences being workers in the U.S. doing desk computer jobs. Um, So thank you for joining us on this learning journey. 